0: Welcome you back to another edition of Inside Boxing Live. Five out of five dentists recommend this podcast. So go ahead, get your teeth cleaned while listening to Inside Boxing Live. Pull it up on your phone while watching it on the Inside Boxing Live YouTube. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Subscribe, comment, all that good stuff, Chris. Getting that out of the way right now.
1: Yeah, they get. when they say that, smash that like button. Smash it, (laughs)
0: tap in, smash it up, do everything you got to do. I feel like uh, such
1: a jack off saying that, but listen, do it.
0: It's important. It really is important. I, I I'm gonna start, you know, saying it more and more. Like those, that's the way people find the podcast. People find our YouTube page. We have big plans for 2024. Uh, so uh, come along for the ride with us. Uh, how was your weekend, Chris? There was a lot of boxing on on Saturday. There was some over in the UK. There was a lot in the USA. We'll probably talk more about what happened in the
1: USA. But how was your weekend? It was good. I watched boxing last night. Uh, actually, this morning, because I went to sleep last night very early. I ran a, I ran a half marathon. Saw that on he, Instagram.
0: Casually Saturday, ran
1: 13 miles. Saturday morning, I had, I had a buddy in town who's my running partner, and we decided to go for a run. And it was one of those, like, hey, it could be eight today, it could be seven, it could be 10, it could be 12, it could be 13, it could be 14, whatever. It could be, it could be 20. It doesn't matter. So as we're going, we're like, ah, we feel good. Let's keep going. So we'll end up being a half marathon. Did you get that runner's high that I've, I've heard. I've never ha- experienced it, but you, did you experience it? No. So, we went to a German beer garden afterwards, and then I had the German beer high. Which well, that's, was why, a, that's why you fell asleep at 8 p.m. Not a great way to rehydrate after a 13 mile run in South Florida, but I would sleep very early. Woke up this morning at 5 a.m. Like, okay, what do I do now? I'll wash the face. That happens so often to me these days where I'm like, don't fall asleep.
0: Don't fall asleep. Fall asleep at eight, wake up at three or four in the morning. It happens in Vegas a lot.
1: Where yeah, probably we'll a get, lot more to do in
0: Vegas, though, at 4 in the morning than there is It's here. tough for
1: us East Coast old guys to be hanging out in Vegas.
0: Yeah, we have plenty more Vegas trips. Uh, we'll get to March 30th on Amazon Prime Vegas trips. Uh, but first, uh, biggest fight of the weekend was Jaime Mongia with a... Really, really strong performance, stopping John Ryder, handing John Ryder his first knockout loss since 2015. Dropped him four times. I thought Munguia looked explosive. Um, I thought uh, he was fluid. I thought that he was a lot of what we've seen from Jaime Munguia. I don't know exactly what we learned. He just had a guy in front of him that was durable that went the distance with Canelo Alvarez. Were you impressed with Jaime Munguia? Was it more business as usual? Tell, talk to me, talk to me, Chris.
1: I'm, I'm going to disagree a little bit. I thought Jaime Munguia looked much improved, and okay. I think in what aspects? I mean, obviously offensively, he was working with with Freddie Roach. Um, he came out, look, look, watch everyone at home, watch this fight again. The fight right. ended at one minute fifteen seconds in the first round. Hmm. Jaime throws a right hand that is super straight. Because if you really notice his hand was pinned to his cheekbone all day, which all fight, which is not really that normal. He throws a straight right hand, left hook, bang, bang. Both of them landed very clean. And from then on, the fight was pretty much over. Because I believe he hurt Ryder a lot more than he showed at that point. And then from then on, I was just beating him to it. Yeah. I think a lot of the the a lot of the little nuanced things that Freddie Roach understands about southpaws from working with Manny Pacquiao for so long really showed, I mean, they had, they had a very distinct game plan of certain combinations to throw, which all worked on John, which I was surprised. I mean, John's a very durable guy obviously showed that, but also John is also a crafty guy. Didn't look crafty that night.
0: Did not. He looked like a, f- a shell of himself. It looked like that Canelo fight took everything out of him. Uh, whoever took Munguia by decision like I did, I was like, damn it, come on. I, I should have known better. I should have known that that Canelo fight was, you know, took some real miles off of John Ryder. He didn't have a game plan. He just did look a little step slow. Uh, Dude, 35 one- is
1: 35. 35 sure, I, uh, is 35 age 36, matters man. and I know
0: that age matters I I learned that every sadly every single day uh one thing I did notice from Munguia, uh it was subtle things um you know look for the positives you know he was a little more patient you know he was setting up these shots with his jab was a little more you know he was using his jab more he was doubling up the jab a tad more patient with his combination. because so when he gets his combos flowing it's he's one of the best combination punchers in, yes. in the sport right now so it, it's a beauty mm-hmm. to watch this guy um 43 and 0 now it's twenty-seven. We talked about this in the last show. It's like, all right, maybe this like they're talking about. Oh, he can still improve. He can still improve. He can spend more time now with Roach. and Now they're gonna extend him three, four fights. But like, kind of, kind of what he is, man. He's a f- he's a fun fighter, fan friendly style. Gonna get caught. He got caught a few times <laughs> last night in those middle rounds. Took a few yeah. rounds off too. Um, so it was kind of like, yeah, it was a different version of Mungia, but it was a lot of what we've seen over the last
1: five years. Guys, his so jab sucks he showed improve improved jab. It still sucks. He's not a jabber. He was literally pulling with in the first round. He threw it a little bit in the beginning. He throws a hard, a hard jab every once in a while. That land's good. Freddie is an offensive coach. I like the pairing because I believe Munguia is never going to be Prono Whitaker. He's never going to be a defensive fighter. I think his, off- his offense is his defense. Right. So a guy like Freddie, who's going to make his offense that much stronger, I think is a good thing. And we saw that on Saturday night. Again, I, I saw things that Freddie does in in writer in uh, in Mugia's approach, and I I appreciate that. But otherwise, I mean, Mugia is what he is. Like you said, man, he's not. He's a fun guy. <laughs> fun guys get hit. Like like I, I I I like the way he fights. He fought really well. He fought much more conservative than he has in the past because there were times where he got hit and he pulled back and waited and put his guard up and did things I haven't really seen him before. He wasn't as gung ho, uh, which is probably a good thing. But, with the highest level guys at that weight class, still not enough for me.
0: Well, that's the question. I mean, after the fight, he's asked about Canelo Alvarez. I had to point that out. Asked. He didn't bring up Canelo Alvarez. Chris Maddox asked him. About Canelo Alvarez, obviously Oscar De La Hoya talked about it during the week. He talked about it after the fight. He was ecstatic to have uh, to see Jaime Mangia do that to. Ecstatic is an
1: understatement for uh, De
0: La Hoya. It was a video of him jumping out of his seat, running into the ring. It's cool. It's that's cool to see your promoter uh, so excited for you. But I think a lot of that had to do with we're going to bang the drum for this Canelo fight. And the thing with Oscar, it's like he says, I'm, Oscar says the right things a lot of the times, but he's always like one little part off. Like for this, it's like Mangia, I want him to fight. Canelo, and we're like, okay, it's probably better than a Charlo fight, and and I'm down for that, but it's going to be in September. It's like, no, September is Canelo Benavidez. We're looking for a fun placeholder in May. Canelo Munguia, if it happens, has to happen in May. So Oscar's talking about it afterwards. Uh, Munguia says it would be an honor to share the ring with him. I also heard quotes from him saying, You know what? Like, you know, I need two or three more fights, and and it, it, like, I just don't think he's ready for Canelo. Oh, and... you're
1: 43 and oh, <laughs> 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 what do you mean? Yeah, I know, fight?
0: but it's like 43 and oh. Like, you look at his go to his box rec, like, the first 30 fights. But point being, like, they're really gonna bang the drum now for, for Manguilla Canelo from the Golden Boy side. And I agree with what you said last week wholeheartedly. Alheim, Al Hyman, Al Hyman, that's what uh, Canelo calls him. Al Hyman. Al Heyman did not sign Canelo Alvarez to give Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy a payday. They signed him to fight PBC guys. So as much as the fans out there would like to see Munguia Canelo because it's a fun fight and it's something in May, should be a shootout, great event. I, I just don't see that happening. And I think we're going to learn that in the next couple of days.
1: Unless, unless. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Hal Al gives up a piece of Canelo for September to fight Munguia, but then promises that he'll make the Benavidez fight afterwards, which case he gets another piece of Canelo later.
0: Well, like extend the deal. Yep. Well, that's already what they're talking about now. They're talking about fighting Benavidez in September with and there's going to be some rematch clause on it, so it mm-hmm.
1: eventually turn into a four fight deal. But yeah, point but, is But like, could you could you see them sneaking in Mugia in the meantime? In May? No, in September and pushing back the Benavides and then making a two fight deal off of that. Well,
0: it's it all comes down to what Canelo says. I, I honestly honestly Al Haman is the but, guy. But but Al
1: Al is gonna try and slip it in there to extend this as much as he well, can. Well, they're
0: already trying to extend it already with the mm-hmm. Benavides fight. And and we're we're operating on the guys that they're gonna fight in September. It's like what happens in, in May. And you you would think if if PBC is interested in the Monguilla fight, um they would go back to Goldeman and say, Hey, you want it? Got to be May fourth. I right, know you guys for a cut over your eye, and uh, Mangia did have. Did a cut he get over cut? He got cut. He got cut over his eye. He did bring that up too. Um, afterwards, like he wasn't like gung ho about fighting Canel, like Oscar was, Golden Boy right. was, the the guys you know, Bernard Hopkins was. Like Mangia, maybe that's just not his style. You know, he's he's not a trash talker. You know, he no. he, he, he respects Canel because they're both Mexicans. Very respectful. Yeah. Him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I get that aspect. I wasn't expecting him to look into the camera like Benavidez does, but. I just don't see it, and if I and if it if it does happen, uh, it's gonna be a very quick turnaround. I like Munguia versus Berlanga. I think Jaime Munguia versus Edgar Berlanga, Mexico versus Puerto Rico. Fun you fight. Know, you do it on the East Coast. You could do it at the Garden. You could pretty much do it anywhere. It will do well because Munguia had ten thousand last night in Arizona. Berlanga is fighting uh, in February uh, over in Orlando. I
1: know they. And he's they... fighting whom? McCrory? It didn't matter what you said. I was going to say, who?
0: Yeah, it's a guy from Matchroom that I personally am not too familiar with. I had some people chirping me on social media like, mate, he ain't going to be fighting Berlanga, he's fighting McCrory. (laughs) I was like, okay, maybe I would not be shocked if Berlanga got upset. I I don't rate him that highly. But those are the types of names, so those are the types of fights that seem a little more likely. You know, this Golden Boy Matchroom uh relationship seems like it's blossoming and uh berlanga needs a guy that can cash him out
1: Monguilla should be beat him do you like that fight i do i do too i think it's i think it's fun berlanga is dangerous early um he is super talented he's got big power obviously uh less and less as he stepped up in class but he actually has boxing skills as well and i think if he really digs down he could probably do a lot more than he's shown um, with a guy like Mugia, you have no choice but to dig, to dig down. So I like that fight. I think I think actually might take the make the best out make the best come out of Berlanga. I don't know if it's going to be enough, but I mean, why not? Let's go. That's why you fight.
0: Yeah, that one seems more likely. Like I put this on on our Instagram. Go check it out. Inside Boxing Live underscore over on Instagram. Um, rate... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go.
1: I'm gonna go check that out because I
0: <laughs> Instagram's popping. Um, top six I put out of 168. You already texted me on the side saying you didn't like one part of it. Top six. Uh-huh. Um in no no specific order. Canelo Alvarez, Caleb Plant, David Morrell, Christian Mobili, David Benavidez, Jaime Munguia. How would you rank those those six? Uh
1: hold on. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Do you have Canelo number one? Or do uh do you did. have Benavidez number one? I mean no, I... I got Canelo, I got Canelo, Benavidez, right. Caleb Plant, David Morrell. Um wait, so you have plant three, four? I have plant three. Okay, out of respect Morrell four. What's your reason? Because I, I have not seen enough from Morrell against high level opposition. I I I've seen I've seen Plant in high level oppo- opposition and fought really well. Fought really well against David Benavides the second time. He got better after the canal fight. I think he got better off the off of the Benavides fight. I think he beats a lot of those top guys. David Morrell, I have not seen with anyone at the world class. That's the only reason I have him at number four, not three. And then you got Munguia, five. Um who was the other guy I threw in there? But Billy. Your guy. Your favorite. Uh, No, I got Munguia, five. Okay. Pacheco. Oh. P- Diego Pacheco, six. Wait, so one rogue. is Canelo. Two is Benavidez. Three is Plant. Four is Morel. Five Munguia. Six Pacheco.
0: Pacheco over Mabili, which I won't yes. argue. I won't debate you on that. Like I just yep. figured, Mabili's up. You know, he's uh, was just in the. He just fought two weeks ago. He's in the public conscience. Pacheco Pacheco's mm-hmm. still kind of like a prospect. More of a, I think he's more of a contender. Pacheco. You could easily put Pacheco in, in the top six here. Uh, oh, were with that last win over
1: that Argentinian guy, especially the way he did it, I got him at, at, at contender at this point. He's really good. I mean, he's really yeah. young too, but he's he's really well, good. Uh, he's beat way better competition than Mabili. Yes, Mabili's
0: last win was against your lookalike. alike uh, who I'd never heard of or seen. <laughs> never heard of him either. It was a great showing from Mabili in in that one. But w- point being, one sixty-eight is fun. I uh, we mm-hmm. talked about this last week. Oh, Canelo doesn't have anyone to fight. I would put,
1: I, mean, I honestly, I would put Berlanga above Mabili too. Really? Yeah. Yep. I've had I've had Berlanga at seven, maybe Mabili at eight.
0: I just like Mabili's off. I think she's got a lot of firepower. Like I, I haven't seen it's very Berlenga fun put together combinations like Mabili does.
1: He isn't. I mean, I don't think he needs to. I think he'll knock guys out. I think he knocks Mabili out. Okay, that's a good fight for Berlanga Mabili.
0: That's the thing, and I like one sixty eight. There's a lot of good names. A lot of these guys don't like uh Canelo's with PBC, Plants with PBC, Plant already fought Canelo, Morales with PBC, but doesn't seem like they're pushing him into the ring with Canelo or, or Benavides. But Billy, I don't know, he's summoned Iyer the Tiger. It seems like he's affiliated with top rank. is with Golden Boy, uh, Pacheco's with Matchroom. They could easily make uh Munguia Pacheco, but I just don't well, see that happening
1: either. The reason I have Planet number three is because he already fought one and two. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's no and, problem he, And that. he, he boxed them well.
0: It's weird when you do these rankings. Is it like just fighting ability or is it like who have they fought? Is it like who you think they can knock off? It's yeah, a little it's bit everything. of all three. It's everything. Yeah, it's a little bit of It's very not thin. powerful
1: pound. It's not like who kicks whose ass because I think ultimately if Morell and Plant fight, depending on when it happens, I mean, it's kind of a pick and fight. But because of the background of Plant what he's done, I got him ahead slightly. We're picking hairs there. Like, I think Morel's awesome. I think Murrell might actually beat everybody in the weight class. Yeah. But I haven't, I haven't seen it yet.
0: I had a lot of people replying morell Like, there's a lot of hype around him. There's a lot of belief He's in what,
1: fucking he, excellent. what
0: he could become. He is very good. I got, I do want to see more of him. I hope 2024 is a, a big year for him. Um, yeah, so that's really 160. Like, Munguia Berlanga, I would like to see next. Canelo Benavides, I would like to see next. The others can fall in line. I'd like to see Plant fight Jamar Charlo. That's the Dude. fight.
1: Yeah. I, I am I am I completely out of sorts. I saw somewhere that Benavidez Morel is that just some weird Instagram?
0: No, I feel like they plug. They were kind of negotiating. They were kind of had a deal in place before uh, Benavidez. Then
1: what do you think about that? That would be like a, that matchup, I mean, but to do that before getting Canelo, what do you think about it's that for risky either guy? is
0: all hell. I don't think yeah. I, I would not advise way riskier for
1: Benavides, right?
0: Yes. I would never advise Benavides to do that as much as a, as I want to be a fight fan but, and watch an awesome fight. But
1: Benavides wins that fight. Yeah. And now I'm not saying he does. I'm saying if he does, how does Canelo avoid him? But I, I believe he's in that stance right now that you just said. Ah, he can avoid him still.
0: No, what I mean is like Benavides is more than qualified, ready for Canelo right now. So, why like beating Morell, which is not easy, is not going to solidify you anymore in the eyes of everyone. Maybe Canelo? I don't know.
1: I think, I think Morell is the hidden boogeyman of the division that all boxing heads are like, don't fight that guy. Yeah. He is. If, if Benavidez goes right for him, that shows what a dog he is. And if he beats him, everyone in the boxing world is going to be like, dude, Canelo, come on. You got to take this fight i would you not be fight
0: the way benavides has been he's a, the himself, way he moves the yeah. way he
1: moves man forget it he'd do something crazy like that i, I don't think samson yes,
0: lukowitz would would advise that as badly as i would like to see that fight like if i was an advisor i'd be like dude david's no. a bad man just david's wait a bad man he's a, he's a crazy dude he's a crazy man but that's 168 right now uh, i enjoyed the fight uh Ryder should ride off into the sunset he got a lot out of his career um yeah. I know maybe a domestic fight if he wants to go out on, on, on that. Other than that, pretty good card. Uh, Oscar Colazo, a one hundred and five pounder, put on a nice little show there. Did you see, De-, De La Hoya tweeted at the beginning of the year. He's like, "We are living in the era of inactivity." Uh, I will literally pay a fighter five million dollars if they fight five championship fights in in one year, and this Trust guy's me. like, "I'll do
1: it." Trust me, we want to.
0: Yeah, we, we all we always did. Seems like a lot, though. But this guy uh is is trying it, the 105-pounder. Um, I think he's up to, like, three or two this year, and he's trying to get three more in, and he's really going to – Two in
1: 2024? I, I believe so. I could
0: be wrong here. And This is That's the part crazy. of the show where the YouTube comments are going to be like, what are you thinking, Dan? You're bah, off bah, here. Bah, bah, bah. Sorry, everybody out there. I, I wasn't in my notes, but I'm talking – Uh, Christina Cruz had probably the strangest moment of the night. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know full disclaimer, we me and Chris are from New York City. I've called a bunch of her fights because you know her. I, thought, I trained,
1: I trained with her down here in Florida, so
0: she's awesome. She's awesome. She's a the best decorated amateur. And first five rounds, I thought she was winning four four to one. Uh, you know, she was up. putting
1: on a boxing lesson in the first five, yeah.
0: And then you know, she it, things got tougher. Fundora, uh, credit to her. So, um, Gabrielle Fundora sat down on her shots, and um,
1: you know, obviously, do, do right. you remember Bernard Hopkins was like. Go, go, go yeah. after the fifth round. And then Fedora stepped on the gas. Six, seven, eight, nine. She's putting on tons and tons of pressure. Listen, that girl can punch. She she definitely she showed her inefficiencies early on. Yeah. She, her boxing skills are not at the level at all. Christina was able to box her shoes off, but her power is real. Her pressure is real. Her conditioning is real. Yeah, for
0: real. Like you saw like a, a seasoned technician in Christina Cruz mm-hmm. uh versus a raw, very green uh just outside like
1: no one no one I don't think anyone thought she was green until that night.
0: Yeah or in door was a fun fight and at the end there was that moment where Cruz turns her back. Um in the moment I tweeted bad stop which I had everyone dunking on me Dan Rayfields told me learn the rules bro and uh, everyone's like, Yeah, you're wrong, Kenobi. I'm like, yeah, Okay, maybe I was. And he, the moment I tweeted it out, sorry, um, I'm not,
1: <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> uh, sorry. I, I, I
0: appreciate everyone feeling the need to correct me. I, I guess I don't make that many mistakes where they feel like they have to correct me, but you know, after watching it again, like, yeah, she did turn her back for an extended period of time. She has put out a statement, like, and is now tweeting about it, saying that you know, I got hit behind the head uh it was southpaw versus orthodox and it was an awkward moment i mean it just didn't look great and the refs have to make a split decision uh decision you have to do it really quick and you know the, the ref saw the back turned and saw pandora landed shots
1: and that was it it's tough I, th- I think a lot of that came from christina's vast vast amateur experience where a lot of times fouls go a longer way in the amateurs than they do in the pros like you can hit behind the head in the pros it's kind of like hey watch behind the head and the fight the, fight, the action keeps going in the amateurs, it's a big break. Boom. Separate. That's a good point. Behind the head, behind the head. Boom, boom. boom. So the pros is, is much more of her business than the amateurs is. So yeah. She tweeted I'm, out. Uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I'm just gonna go on the fact yeah. that Christina has such a vast amateur background. She's probably used to that. Treatment by the refs very different the pros.
0: Yeah, she got hit in the back of the head. I'm watching the again, and she yeah she stopped. Like she was waiting. She was thinking yeah. there was going to be a stoppage in the. There wasn't a stoppage. Pandora smartly kept hitting, uh, punching. The but momentum, for even
1: Fedora, she took a she took a moment. Yeah, she did. She was like, all right, she's going to she stay there.
0: Then she threw. I'm watching it right now. Then she threw a right wicked she, body shot. Yeah, Cruz said the momentum of me missing with the hook tripping on her front foot and getting hit in the back of the head caused me to turn my back. I didn't intentionally turn and was not hurt the second body uh the second my body turned ref should have stepped in before he punched my back um i understand the rules i understand like one of the biggest rules in boxing you turn your back automatic fights over it's like protect yourself things, at all times right it's the biggest rule number one i understand that fully uh, it was a weird awkward moment didn't think it would have mattered i thought cruz probably would have lost six to four but you know i know that she didn't want to go out like that and it's probably the first loss that she's had in years decades like she does, this, is a, this is not someone who has a, ha- tasted a lot of losses with her amateur yeah
1: career. but she showed her her she showed her class of the pro ranks and i think that this will allow her and listen we see this all the time right you got someone who's undefeated and who has a difficult style who can't get fights and then they take a step up and they lose in a certain way now she can probably get a lot of fights She'll a lot of these girls are gonna look at that and be like, oh well, we can fight her for. Our but type she was of fight. ten
0: years younger. I mean, and she would definitely be in a world champion already. Like she's forty. Matters
1: matters matters less for the women than the males. You know, a forty-one year old female can definitely go to go a lot longer and, and still compete. I think she's going to get a lot more fights coming up as long as she can keep her head up and get right back in the gym.
0: Yeah. So that was uh the the card over on Golden Boy.
1: Big news out of the boxing
0: world is the Amazon Prime March thirtieth first card PBC on Prime has been revealed. Tim Zhu is fighting Keith Thurman in the main event, Roley Romero, Isaac Cruz, Arizandi Lauer versus Michael Zarefa, and Sebastian Fondura versus Sirhai Boachuk, which will be for the full WBC 154-pound title. If you look at this top to bottom, full offering for a fan at home, this is a
1: very, very nice put-together card. Three out of the four of those fights, I really like. I'll let you guys guess which is the one I don't. <laughs> we'll start with the
0: main event. And a lot of things happened here for this, for that, uh, PBC to come to Tim Zoo Obviously, this was supposed to be uh, Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. Errol Spence gets beat so badly in their first fight. He takes a long time off. Now we see he has a second. May never surgery. fight again. May never fight again. That fight goes by the wayside. Javante Davis. Terrence Carpenter may never fight again. <laughs> uh, another, I'll get to that in a second. Um, Javante Davis. Surely would have been the guy to kick off this PBC on Prime 2. He's dealing with all sorts of things. All sorts of issues. on House Apparently Lester. doesn't
1: want to fight again until fall?
0: I, 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 It's hard to keep up with everything with, with Javante Davis, but it, it's something is going on with him where he could not take this fight. So then PBC goes down the line. Like, all right, we, we got Benavides. Uh, we got some other up-and-coming fighters on our roster. And we have a guy by the name of Tim Zhu, who is 154-pound champion, who is very marketable, who has an entire country behind him, and is damn Who's good. Who's also an excellent fighter. Yes. So damn good. Let's put him in the ring with... The
1: a, name, that... a, a name American fighter. A guy that has fought on pretty much X, every X, single... Ex-name X name American fighter. Put yes. him in. Whoever Keith it is.
0: Thurman. One time Keith one Thurman. time
1: fights one time a decade, Thurman.
0: <laughs> wow. This was a shocker when I saw this. I'm not gonna lie. But the more I chewed on it, the more I digested it, I was like, you know what? Keith has been out of the ring a lot of time. Like has a long stretch. <laughs> a, lot, of a lot of times. A lot of times. Keith has had long stretches of inactivity and in has come back and has looked sharp. He did it against Jose Cer Lopez. He did it against Mario Barrios.
1: Problem he did is he not do it again. Wait, wait, wait. He said against who? He beat Jose Cito Lopez, but he got he didn't beat- look. He looked horrible. I was it. there. That was nuts. He was <laughs> he running his for his skin. life,
0: <laughs> running for his life in that one. Um. Yeah. But he came back and and he got his hand raised. Let's just say that. And then yeah. against Barrios, that one was the more impressive one because he, I thought he looked really. I uh, mean, he
1: has that. fought this decade. Shit. Yes, he has fought. He fought, fought Mario Barrios. Yeah. What year was that? Twenty twenty one. Uh, 2022, early 2022. Yeah, yeah February so two of years
0: 2022. Ago. Two years ago. Wow. Yeah. Two years yeah. out of the ring. He's in the mid mid 30s, 35.
1: 25 30. 25 months ago, and he is, uh, oh, top ugh, man. boxwork is so stupid. They sometimes put the box on your phone is hard.
0: hard. That's not really yeah. made for that. It's made to look in the browser. But I will say this. Um, he's playing a very dangerous game, there how many times can you do it? You're a guy that was in you had long periods of inactivity, yep. got up there in age. He's playing a dangerous game. This isn't Jose Ciro Lopez. This isn't Mario Barrios. This it's also a weight class he's never been in. This is that's another thing too. We'll get to that. That this is Tim Zo. This is a, a knockout machine, a guy that's in his prime. No disrespect to Jose Ciro Lopez or Mario Barrios. I think Tim is a whole other beast. Like Thurman is gonna have his hands full. The fight is at 155 pounds. The WBO title isn't even on the line in this fight. Just a good old fashioned main event. Um, I think Thurman's going to have his hands full. Zoo is saying uh, inside six rounds, I stop him. Thurman's never been stopped. There are people out there that still believe in Keith Thurman. Um we'll see what the odds say. The odds odds makers uh think of of this fight, but this is your main event. It's Tim Zo, it's his USA
1: party and PPC's pushing the hell out of him versus Keith Thurman. Listen, I'm a big fan of Tim Zo. We've talked about him on air for a while. We talked about him before he was really any I mean before he was really that well known over here. Um honestly, I think it's a good fight. I think it's a good step up. This is a fight that makes a lot of sense for Tim Zo. For it to be headlining this first show, don't love that, but I still like the fight. Oh well, yeah, I, I mean, ultimately, it's a showcase fight for for Tim Zoo, um, and it's kind of one of those fights where you're like, all right, well, how how much can the old lion put up against the new kid on the block, right? Right.
0: If, problem, if Thurman pushes back is, on Zoo though,
1: so Thurman Thurman has the ability. I mean, his nickname was one time for a long time. He hasn't been one time in a long time. But he comes out very strong early on, throws big bombs early on. He's fought, his entire welterweight career at the high level was come out guns blazing, yeah. hit guys with big shots. If they go, they go. If they don't, I box. And he boxes the rest of the time. And I, I, it'll be curious to see if he can get Zoo's respect early. And then for him to box, and would to box well enough, especially at an advanced age, against a guy like Tim Zoo who is so young and his effort's so strong. And he's big. And his conditioning is good, and he pushes the pressure and the pace. It's a tall ask for for Thurman. Um, If Zoo can be the first guy to stop Thurman, which isn't out of this world at all, big statement, big statement made, big statement made because he's the first guy to do it. I don't care if he's old. I don't care if it's he's been active. I don't care if it's the weight class that he's never been in. Um, It is Keith Thurman's head on your roster, and that matters.
0: Yeah, for sure, it's a lot to gain for Zoo here, and I think PBC. Oh, it's a lot here. to gain for Zoo. This yeah.
1: is this is a this is a a showcase fight for Zoo.
0: I think PBC is doing something smart here. I think they're rallying behind a guy that's very marketable. They're putting, uh, they're using him in this big showcase, this big, uh, PBC on Prime rollout, and they're doing it with a guy that they have a lot invested in, and he's coming over to the U.S. He's selling shirts right now. Let's say, uh, the Zoo United States of America, Zoo USA. I love it. I think it's smart because at one fifty four. You know, this could be the division in 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 a, in a year right now. You know, think of Terrence Crawford going up to 154. Think of Errol Spence if he can get everything health-wise together. Uh, think of some of the names that have, have been at 154, like Virgil Ortiz and Tim is Something that's been discussed in the past. Awesome so if Tim Zoo can establish himself as the new guy at 154 and he can align himself with the powers of PBC and Amazon Prime, it makes sense from the, the totality of the card. Go down to the next fight, Rolly versus
1: Pitbull. Listen, I like I- it. I like it. <laughs> came I out like of... it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like it. I like it more than Ryan and, and Roley. Uh, yeah,
0: I do like it. And it came out of nowhere. Uh Pitbull's five foot four, five foot five, one hundred and forty pounds, which is just hilarious. Um, and he's gonna come in and he's gonna throw big bombs. Um Roley Romero is was supposed to fight uh Ryan Garcia, and that didn't happen. We'll get to the ramifications of, of, of that one. But this is for Roly's 140 pound strap. Uh it's a tough fight. This is a tougher fight for uh, for Rowley than Ryan Garcia uh, Pitbull.
1: Hell right? yeah! I, so I don't want to see Isak uh, Cruz with any other anyone at one forty. He's not a one forty pounder. He's a small guy. Like I said, he's five foot five and a half. He doesn't match up with any one forty pounder in the division except for Roly So he's the only one that I think he can actually be competitive with at a high level. And he still might he, he might win. He might beat Roly But I also think Roley... Style matches up perfectly for these guys to have a shootout. It is going to be a rock'em sock'em robots type fight. I I I like it a lot. I we, listen. We saw Isak Cruz. You and I were both at the Spence Crawford yeah. fight. We That's saw him in a card versus now. Cabrera. It was horrible because he had bad. a guy who was not willing to to exchange. That ain't Roley, bro. Yeah. Roley's not going to go out there and box. Roley's going to fucking throw bombs. I I dude. I I like this fight a lot. I like it way more than Ryan. Who do you favor? Um, got a favor. Cruz, right? I do. I favor Cruz. I favor Cruz late.
0: This is why it's a questionable fight, because we'll get to the Ryan Garcia aspect of it. Ryan Garcia tweets out the night before of this PBC announcement. Yeah. I got the fight. Here's a fight poster. I'm telling you guys, I know I've been down this road before. I know I've led you down the wrong path. I know I told you Devin Haney. I know you told you Roley. We went back and forth, back and forth. I'm telling you guys, this is it. I'm fighting Roley on April 20th on the zone pay-per-view. Even Floyd posted it. And if Floyd posted it, you know, it's true next day. Roley is now fighting Pitbull Cruz and Ryan Garcia was rumored to fight both of these guys. So Ryan Garcia does not look good here. Um, that that that's I, one aspect of it. I,
1: I think I think the relationship between Ryan and De La Hoya don't look good here. Well,
0: there's a lot of things because Ryan is obviously was listening to Floyd Mayweather. He's spotted him, he's my mentor. He goes well, that was that him. was that was that was silly. So I who think, is Ryan right now looking at? I can't trust Floyd. I can't trust him.
1: I why should I trust him? He's not even my why promoter. should he have trusted Floyd? He's an <laughs> opposing promoter. That's right. actually, guys, guys, for everyone at home who has never been under a boxing promotion contract, that's actually illegal. You cannot walk to another promoter and then figure out your fights without your well, how promoter. can they prove that though they can't this is why he didn't get but you can't do that he you just went for a run yeah he went for a run with a with a former boxer who happens to be a promoter who wants you to fight his guy so he can get paid that's I, uh, you guys you can't do that that's in the contracts you cannot do that as, as it's illegal but no one knows about <laughs> about that because they never read a contract anyway it doesn't well regardless. i think fans
0: have understood like that they, that that there's a lot of legalities in, in boxing. But I also don't think there's a lot of remorse out there right now or pity, you no. should say, for Ryan Garcia.
1: Um uh, in fact, Ryan, Ryan's kind of problem is communication him. with his promoter. So obviously, like one guy tweets one th- tweets one thing, one guy or X's one thing, the other guy X's the other thing, and then the next thing they're Xing at each other about wanting to fight. Um when you say X, so- you mean Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Just trying nice, to nice. trying to be up to up to date, right? I thought you meant like ex girlfriend, uh, but like which kind of has that same, vibes to it. Same same vibes, same yeah, vibes. Because Floyd they, is they, the do, new they, girlfriend. Yeah, they fight. They fight like girlfriends anyway. But um, Floyd's the new girlfriend. Yeah, no. I deal. think I think Ryan's communication with his promoter is is obviously not very good. Um, I actually I actually think Crowley was really smart. I think he trolled Ryan and utilized his marketing, utilized his fan base. To get attention to what his his fight's gonna be, and then he announces another fight. Pretty, pretty, pretty expert level troll. Well, from, I'll push back on that
0: though. From Roley. I'll push back on, on Roley. He's tweeting out after this fight gets announced. It was never Garcia versus Roly It was always Roley versus Garcia.
1: Ha ha, <laughs> you don't have a
0: fight now. And I'm thinking in my head, like, bro, like you were unchouredly. You are undoubtedly gonna make more money to fight Ryan Garcia in a yeah, main but, event. Yeah, but but he's
1: not in control, dude. That's that's the real thing. He's not in control. What do you he mean just... he's gonna
0: make more money to fight Ryan Garcia?
1: He as the fighter, Romero, Roly is not in control of who he fights. <laughs> that's well, my that's, point. Well, that's
0: another thing, too. Like neither is none of these guys are bosses or what they what they say they are.
1: Right. Everyone thinks they are.
0: Right. But my point is, it's like, dude, think of this from Roly Obviously, now that you said he doesn't have control, it makes a lot more sense. But you could have went from main event. With Ryan Garcia on April 20th would have been a way, way bigger payday to potentially losing your title to Isaac Cruz, who's going to be the favorite. And then what? You don't have a title attached to you, Roley. Dan, like, there
1: isn't a reason Dan, to fight you. Roly can't call up his promoter and be like, hey, I want to fight this guy, this date, let's go. He's not that guy. Not that guy. Never not, been that guy. Like the clip. You're not that guy, pal. Not that guy, pal. Sorry. You, hey, you might be that guy one day. I don't think so. But you're not that guy now. You definitely can't do that. Especially with Ryan. You cannot call him, and be like, I'm fighting Ryan in the main event. No, you're not. You're right. fighting, you're fighting Isaac Cruz in the undercar.
0: Right. That's what so guy you are. I think they all kind of look kind of silly right now. Uh, Eddie Hearn at, over the weekend was at the, was part of the rider. He represented Ryder. So he's getting a lot of questions asked by all the reporters out there. And Eddie's like, hey, now Ryan, come back to us. Come back to Devin Haney. Come crawling back. Ryan Garcia has zero leverage. You know, if anyone has ever been in a negotiation, like, if you don't have any leverage, you're screwed. So, Ryan Garcia, if he wants to make a Devin Haney fight, because that's really the only big fight out there, unless he fights, like, another Oscar Duarte type, um, he doesn't have any
1: leverage in that fight with Haney. Ryan uh, needs to fight two or three Oscar Duartes. That would be smart, right? In the next, in, in this year, in, in twenty calendar 2024, he should fight three Oscar Duartes, quote-unquote, and then look for a big fight in 2025, or end in, end in this year.
0: I just don't think he has the patience. This guy is like always looking well, then to be he, a dreamer. Then he,
1: then he doesn't want to be world champion.
0: Yeah. Well, he's going to have to definitely wait until the, into the fall to fight Roly. You, Roli...
1: you see see me wiping off the drywall on my shirt?
0: Yeah, Chris is making... Uh, I'm,
1: I'm Bob the Builder over here, guys. Sorry. Just... In, uh, see see, no, see, the, see the I thought that was there. the design of the hat. No, no, no. That That is drywall and It looks kind of cool. It fits the hat.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a Wu-Tang. That's a nice hat right there. 1992, Wu-Tang Clan. Cream. cash rules everything around me. Cash rules everything around cream, the 140.
1: get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. It rules
0: everything around the 140-pound division. So I r- r- uh, Ryan's not going to get a fight, a uh, big fight, until the fall. If Roley wins, then Roley Ryan is, is there. Uh, I don't think Ryan will fight Devin Haney, right? Do you, do you see Ryan going back? No, going uh, back? I think Ryan
1: fights the winner of this.
0: Yeah, that would Isak, make
1: sense. Isak or Roley, you know.
0: That's really it. Um, That is the offering. Oh, and and then this... Everson Lee Lara, Michael Zarafa. I haven't seen much of Lara. He's a,
1: a te- potentially... This, this or... is the fight I don't care about at all.
0: He's a middleweight champion. Um, let's just breeze right past Who is? One. Everson Lee Lara. WBA. Who cares? Next one. Sebastian Fundora, Sergei Boachuk. Like Sergei is Boachuk like... is one of the best power Badass punchers dude. that you don't know about. He's 18-0 with 18 knockouts. and Badass he's guy. Right. He's just been waiting for... Um, an opportunity. Sebastian Fundora, we know him uh, long and hard. Uh, he's a long, long man. <laughs> and uh, Pause. He, yeah. And he went down hard against Brian Mendoza. There are some out there like, how the hell does Sebastian Fundora get a title shot off of a loss? Well, Mendoza was stepped up and fought Zoo. So he, he went there and, and Fundora stayed and in did the, well. the rankings. He did well. Yeah, and Fundora stayed in the rankings. But this now is for the full 154 pound title because they put Jamel Charlo Champion in recess because he's dealing with all, all sorts of stuff. This is a is a shootout type of fight. Like we got two shootouts on this card. Uh Fondora, Boachek, Rolly Romero, Isak Cruz. The main event is intriguing for all the reasons that we said. So it's it is a fun card. They're also gonna have a free um over on PBC over on Prime. There's gonna be like three or four fights that lead into it. So all in all, I think it's it's a pretty good offering. It's not what fans thought it was, but I think it's gonna be a fun night of fights.
1: Dude. Uh, Fandora coming off that bad knockout the way he got KO'd to fight this guy. That's 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 something sink or swim, yeah. Sink or swim. I mean, it's a world title fight, so you should be sink, sink or swim. But yikes, man, that's uh, that's Big one. that's that's a, that's, a, that's a tall order. Tall I like it
0: being there. the first fight of the pay per view, too, because that's great it's
1: fight. It's an awesome. Fight,
0: it's gonna be a Lara
1: Lara should be the first fight. Anyone, Maybe it
0: is. Yeah. I I just assuming. I don't know the order. Um I know that Roly is the co-mate and obviously <laughs> the Zoo Thurman is the uh main event. Chuck is a bad dude. Anyone that doesn't know about him should should go check out some check of his highlights. Out. Um he is uh with I think uh, Tom Loeffler, uh who has always been around the sport and and always been able to identify talent. And he's
1: only lost to Brandon Adams who Brandon Adams who is a he have, sneaky he has, sneaky danger. No, he's got one loss. Got knocked out in the eighth round by Brandon Adams. And Brandon Adams was a sneaky, uh, sneaky, dangerous guy.
0: That was on um, Ring City.
1: Remember Ring City? Yes, Ring City, yes.
0: R.A.P. Ring City. That was quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. In Puerto Rico. I remember that fight. Got knocked out. Sneaky, sneaky,
1: dangerous guy. Yeah.
0: So that's the news of boxing. Uh, I'm sure there will be more. I think there's going to be a uh, press conference to officially announce this over in Los Angeles. They're going to be pushing Tim Zhu very,
1: very hard. It's the zoo essay. Party in the zoo essay. Listen, I'm I'm for it. I like zoo. I think he's a future star. Uh, I think six months from now, we're never we're gonna look back. to This and be like, oh, remember that time he headlined that card? Now he's headlining pay-per-views. Watch out. Oh, Tim I will zoo. say
0: this before we say bye. So the next one after this, from what I've heard, next pay-per-view for Prime is May fourth. That's obviously Canelo. So the one after that, has gotta be either June or July. When is Terence Crawford gonna fight again? We're, we're talking about a year out of the ring after your biggest win. I understand this; it's not been out of his control once again.
1: It's out of his control. Spence is injured, and the the rematch. I know you listeners back there. I know you hold us to to the to to to, to, to the irons to the fire to the coals to the coals. That's the, that's what I was looking for. I said this is the year that we're gonna see Terence Crawford retire undefeated. Didn't say he was going to fight f- again. Didn't say he was going to fight again.
0: Great prediction because you really left a lot of options there. Mm-hmm. So if it's not May, because that's Canelo's date, and we're looking at June or July, same thing with Tank. Like Tank's not going to fight in May. Um, so two guys that fought in the spring and the summer of 2023, two of the bigger names in PVC, two of the bigger names in boxing, Terrence Crawford and Gervonta may not be fighting until the summer or the fall. It's a long
1: year. leaves but- a vacuum for a lot of fighters to step up. That's a good good way to look at it. Uh, well, Inouye is fighting Neary, which is crazy. That is May sixth. Tuesday so after Canelo. Dude, that is an awesome weekend of boxing. Or yeah, fans week, will get their fill. Weekend into weekday. Are we that's going to we Vegas like for that? Are we going to Vegas for Canelo? Oh yeah. And then we're gonna do a, a a live for Inouye? Six in the morning.
0: morning. Why not? I mean, this is what we
1: do, right? We should we should fly home. We should fly home late from Vegas. Get home like Monday night, and just ride it. through. Ride Go right it through.
0: into, in a way, knockout Nery six, seven, three. and round. do non do nonstop.
1: Hey, fans! <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what I do anyway when I'm when I'm fine when I'm not sleep deprived. Uh, yeah, a lot. I think the boxing world is gonna really start picking up. Uh, we're out of January. January was a little tough, and then we got uh Tia Fimo. and we got uh Fury versus Usyk which I can't even believe.
1: Uh Jermaine Ortiz is looking fit as a fiddle. Yeah, he ripped as up they, that as poster. They say. I saw that rip yeah. up poster. I
0: was, yeah. I was I got scared. Dude, he's
1: bigger than tio Much He's bigger. a bigger bigger guy than tio Moving up, moving up my weight and bigger still. Yeah, that's February
0: 8th and then February uh mid-February is Fury Usyk and then all of a sudden away we go and then we're going to be every single weekend. That's our show. I uh, hope everyone enjoyed it. Um, go out and do everything you got to do to promote this show, Chris.
1: Continue to build your toilet in your new home, it's not, dude. It's not. A, it's a bathroom, guys. <laughs> the toilet's done. I already put the toilet in. It's, it's the vanity. It's the mirror. It's the lights. It's the shower. I'm doing all of it. Wow, I'd be lost. Entirely though. new bathroom. All I know
0: how to do is talk boxing. It's pretty much my only uh skill.
1: Dude, I got so many skills. <laughs> He's got a lot of skills. He's a skillful guy, skillful fighter. I wear hats that have stains on them from a lot of different hats. Hope everyone enjoys their
0: fight week ahead. I'll be on the call on Friday over in Orlando for um, H2O Silvash and is fighting in the main event. Uh, That kid's good. He's very good. I'm calling the fights alongside Nonito Donaire, the Filipino Mm. flesh. It's his broadcast debut.
1: Solid. He's going to have to. You know, give them tell them tell him, tell him we're buddies. That's my guy.
0: Yeah, I will. Absolutely. Alright guys, uh, protect yourself at all times. Keep your hands up at all times. Stay at to the DMs. Good night.